This episode contains mild spoilers for the first half of Season 1 of Star Trek Discovery. Geektropolis, this is Phil. I'm here with uh, Adriana, Hello. and uh, this is the Geektropolis podcast. And today, we are going to talk Star Trek. Let's go full nerd and Trek. Trekkie. Trekkie. Trekker. Or Trekker. Okay, so do you have a problem with either of these? Because uh, I've been told. I'm sure that there are people... See, there are people who grew up before Star Trek was cool. Right. I never lived in that time. You didn't live in that time. No, I didn't. I lived in that time. I'm sorry. Where a Trekkie was the, well, in episode 34 of... You were comic book guy from The Simpsons. You were comic book guy. That's what a Trekkie was. Yeah, yeah. And so people who were not like that were like, oh, I'm not a Trekkie. No, no, no. I'm a Trekker. And what is the diff... The fact that you don't care <clears throat> that you know well now everybody knows yes. who uh what's Mud. They know they all know who of Mud course. is. But in the original series and whatnot, you had to know like that he brought in the trebles and blah yeah. blah blah. And it's like who and it's just like really, really weird yeah. little but it's, timeline stuff. That's the difference, is like is that you didn't care about that shit, you just like to watch the show. Okay. Then the I Trekkie am also was, a trekker. The Trekkie was the guy who was like so nitpicky. He'd be like, but you know, the, you know, the, the quantum the, physics and this technically is actually... warp, the warp speed that would have, that's, that yeah. was Trekkie. Okay. I give you that. <clears throat> so, um, I guess we should just launch into discovery. Yeah. Cause that's it. That's the hot button right now. I mean, it is right now. I mean, uh, the movies I'm, as well. Pretty hot uh, and controversial. Yeah. It makes you make that noise. Yeah. <laughs> I that noise. I'm, I think I want to. I think we should hit discovery first. Absolutely. Um, because I have thoughts. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, <laughs> I think universally, let's let's just acknowledge the Klingons. Mm. Let's acknowledge the Klingons. It, it is the elephant in the room. I don't know why we had to redesign the Klingons so mm-hmm. drastically. So drastically. And also to fi- like. This show is supposed to be pre the original series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now original series Klingons make no sense whatsoever. I mean, they, we're not there yet. Aren't we like fifty years before TNG? But no, we're only we're, ten years we're away. Fi- we're like ten years no, away we're from, ten, from from OG, like from the original. From from the TOS. Yeah. So why do the Klingons look like that? Yeah, no, it's true. I don't know what's gonna happen there. Why don't they have any hair? Aren't they hairy beasts? They like have hairs. I just don't think that they're going to acknowledge it. I think they're just like, fuck it, we're di- we're diverging. How weird it would be, and how interesting to be in the room about like, and here's the schematics for mm-hmm. the new ship, and this is what Discovery's going to look like. And by the way, the Klingons are going to look completely as different. I don't get it. I I think that. I don't even know, like, who's 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 got the reins on this thing that's like... I don't know, but I'm looking it up now. While you, while you divulge, I want to know who did like, who's that? show running this thing and who lets this shit happen? But, you know, the Klingons are just one small part of it. Here's a show that is pre the original series that has obviously more advanced technology. Than the original series. Now we've already seen that sort of happen with 
the the movies, the Kelvin timeline movies. So is this supposed to also be within that universe? I like don't within know. that time stream? Because that would make sense. That's interesting. Maybe. Because I can see the discovery give birth to uh, Chris Pine's Kirk. Maybe. Rather than TOS. Because that would make sense. I guess. It's just so hard. Well, maybe. Are they following the. Because we didn't really see the Klingons in the movies? No, we haven't. We only because really saw them still, in Because they're still dealing, aren't they? Like, it's not until um, TNG that we actually start seeing Klingons as part of the Starfleet and a peace has been made. Oh, yeah. Like, they're still within it in 10 years later. Well, the war was still... I know the war was finished. It was neutral. Like, it was the... Right, the, there was still it not was the Cold good. War thing. No. Yeah. No. But it's still, like, in, in the Kelvin timeline movies, we saw Klingons with helmets, but we never saw the helmets off. Ah, ah. As far as I remember. Interesting. Um... What are other thoughts? You know, one of the things... Pause. Showrunner Aaron Harberts. Who? Aaron Harberts has spoken out on the redesign of the characters and reveals that the change came about under former showrunner Brian Fuller, who was keen to to update the look of the race. He also noted that we can expect different Klingons to be styled differently. Interesting. Why? And guess what? So he was taken off of showrunner, and now we have this Aaron guy. Oh, I would love no, to look at their Fuller, Brian Fuller gave up. I think he gave it up because he wanted to concentrate on American gods, I think. How interesting. <clears throat> How interesting. I mean, it's one of those things where if you're going to get into a universe that is already really well established, mm. that's like coming in and redesigning C-3PO. Like, yeah. he needs to be gold. Like, people were wigged out enough about the red arm. Like, come on. Yeah. It's one of the things that I was, that, that I was actually thinking about earlier today is... And a lot of the Star Trek series have actually uh, uh, paid this price, um, or they've done this thing where it takes them a while yes. to get started. Um, TNG took like oh. two years to get good. <clears throat> I mean, the first two seasons are kind of unwatchable. I I don't know about that. No, I, it was it was I whimsical. Know, it Again, I was uh, quite a small child, and <clears throat> I thought it was quite. Have you lovely. watched it again? Yes, I have okay. started, and I've actually. Um, <clears throat> To, to trace back, I mean, Deep Space Nine jumped in two feet. It did, but it still was rocky off the beginning. But I think, I feel like that's with any series that needs to, um, it also needs to stand on the shoulders of what's come before, but sure. also set itself apart. Like, that's difficult. Sure. Um, my my counter to that, because every Star Trek series has done that. Every Like, each one has had, like, this rocky first or second season. Right. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I mean... But that's different. But Battlestar Galactica, I mean, Ron Moore, like Battlestar Galactica came at it with like fully formed characters and everything was like, it's not that different. It's not that different because the original series and them taking big risks, like making a female Starbuck. That's right. That's true. That's true. So it is possible to come right out of the gate, but I feel like um, they don't know who their characters are. And I feel like that's the difference between the Star Trek and the... Uh, say uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica because Battlestar Galactica felt like it, like they knew who all those characters were. I wonder if their table work and their behind the scenes was that much more in depth because they knew what they were getting into. Mm. Like they knew that they were going to have to challenge old expectations and people who already had fandoms. Maybe, but I don't like, I think that anytime that you do a new Star Trek series, you should be like, we have to take this shit seriously. 
They do, yeah. We have to know who our characters are. And I kind of feel like we don't know who the characters are. Like, uh, they don't feel fully formed in some cases. Well, know? I mean, going back to TNG, TNG is my bread and butter. I grew up with TNG. My dad and I would watch it. It would be on the Space Channel, mm-hmm. like, for 12 hours of the day. Um, love Picard. Uh, like, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart was an inspiration, yeah. an aspiration, um, d- d- being an actor. And also just, like, the quirkiness of, of, of Data and whatnot. Yeah. We all know why TNG is great. Of course, yeah. Um, but also, like, it was very surface value. Again, like you were saying, for two years. Yeah. So, I mean, to say that within yeah. eight or nine episodes now of, of um, Star Trek Dis, which we call STDIS and not STD. I see, you know, I, I, I can see why we wouldn't, I mean, it's the one that we can't do a complete abbreviation guys, for, isn't it? Doing? It's like, what, what, what were you thinking, It's guys? really interesting. If you look at their marketing, they do... Um, <clears throat> Uh, they do the three letters. They go S T T O S, S T T N G, and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, because they can't say S T D. No. <laughs> no. It's they can't. Oh, it's terrible. So uh, moving on. But I think you were. Um, you were. But like I was saying, like these these first eight episodes. I think we've gotten a lot more so than we ever got from the Enterprise, like oh, T N G. You know, let's matter. let's be clear that that. Um, we're getting the kind of stuff that we got out of TNG post Roddenberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Years said, in. That said. You're not you're not feeling it? I don't know. Sometimes I'm feeling it and sometimes I'm not. Well, like how we were we were briefly chatting and then we were like, Oh my god, we need to start recording this. Yeah. Um, the fact that we're I'm eight episodes. I haven't seen the final mid season. Me neither. Finale. neither. We're in the same we're in the same boat. So we're we're gonna have to like post some comments around this. Um but that Michael being Michael without explaining whatsoever. Why she has a boy's name? Why she has a boy's name and the fact that other characters have commented on it. I would have left it alone. Like that Michael in this future mm-hmm. is a gender neutral name. Yes. That nobody cares that if you want to name your girl Michael, you do that. Yeah. You do you. you. Yeah. But several characters make note about how she has, how she, because that was the other thing too. Yeah. I'm like, is Michael gender neutral? Um, but she's she not. non-binary? She's no, clearly not. No, because people uh, interact with her in, in a very binary gender specific mm-hmm. way. And even her roommate says, oh, weird, you have a boy's name. Uh, the only person I know that way is the mutineer. You can't be her. And then gives her the look. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so this is really, this is a it's thing. It's a thing. This is a scripted character thing. And they haven't let us know what that is yet. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, dude, it's eight eight episodes in. Like, this is not... Why, why are you holding on to this nugget? It just seems like something you need to put out of the way because it, it has no bearing on the story. Oh, it doesn't have any bearing on the story. So then like, why are you should, holding it secret? There should be like a, like, okay, somebody should have been like, okay, so why did your folks name you Michael? Right? Like, just like at that party scene where they're like, you know, let's dance and whatever. And she's like hobnobbing yeah. with her new boyfriend guy. <clears throat> um, you know. Just a, just a small talk thing. Like, it could have been like, like honestly. We've already talked too many times about um, Lucas's eyes. Yes. Or Luca's eyes. Um, so why, why don't we know about Michael? It's yeah. super weird. It's super weird. Yeah. So things like that. Yes. And I mean, speaking of the eyes, it's like a thing that we've men- mentioned. Like he's like, he mentioned the first time we see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's come up like once or twice before, but it's not even, like it, does, it only seems like a part-time disability. <laughs> like... He'll be on the bridge and doesn't seem to, to matter. I don't know. Is that? But is it 
the way to do the Dark Knight in Star Trek, oh, so that geez. we get away from that whole you know how everybody made fun of the new the reboot. Uh, movie that it looks like the inside of an Apple computer, right? And everything's bright and white and blue, and and that this one is going to be gritty and it's times of war, and that like maybe that's why a lot of the the lighting is. Really I don't dim. know. I don't like, know. I don't know. Because does it need to be dim? I mean, I don't think so. But I don't know. Does that make it cooler? I don't know. Suave. Well, the thing is that when you're doing Star Trek, I don't think you worry about cool. No, you can't. You, you can't shouldn't worry about cool because nerds. Yeah, because nerds. I mean, nerds. Nerd. Nerddom is cool now. Or you get Spock but, to make fun of Kirk for trying to be cool. Yes. Thank you. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, there's no reason to make Star Trek gritty. Well, I think they're trying. Yeah. It sounds and looks like if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck. Mm-hmm. I think it's trying to be cool. Maybe. Except. Not- except. Can we? Can we say? For all the theater nerds out there. That I can't stop thinking of the science dude as Mark from Rent. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like, every time sure. I see him, I want to be like, not going to pay this year's rent. I just want to be like... <laughs> and every time he gives gives cut-eye, I was just like, oh my god, I just burst into song. Because he's giving that, like, <laughs> snide look over. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. my god. Because he gets, yeah, in act two, he gets a little bit bitter. Um but also, what a lovely role for him. Yeah, no, absolutely. I really I'm like super it. happy to see him. And I'm also happy to see Star Trek in a real way address the gay thing, oh. which Roddenberry never did and the showrunners yeah. never did in any of the other series. And just how nonchalant it is. Oh, because yeah, it's just as like it's it there. freaking should be. Yeah. That it just is. These people are in love and there's no big deal. Yeah. I love it. Because I know that that like throughout TOS and, and on the Mission Log podcast, shout out to Mission Log, love you guys. Um, they've mentioned a few times about how um, people were like asking Star Trek to like address it throughout mm. its history. And when they did, they kind of half-assed it. Right. Um, and it was never, there never was like, core. it was never core. It was always like guest star character comes in. So it can right. be a comment, but not anything, anything permanent. So kudos to them for like finally doing something yep. on that front. I mean, when they alluded to Sulu in the movie hmm. being gay, when they were like, is it his partner? Um, in the reboot or in, in the reboot? Yeah. In the reboot. Cause, cause as George Takei will tell you, Sulu was straight. Yes, um, I remember that, him lashing out. But yeah. the fact that Sulu in the new one has a family, not just a boyfriend. No, but a not family. Not just a lover, but like a husband and they have a family. And it's he's Straight. not upset about that, but he's a, he's sort of like, I never played him that way. So if you're trying to... Well, and that's like, why we are in the Apple universe. Yeah. We're in the Apple computer mm-hmm. reboot. And that's why I really think that mm-hmm. if this is 10 years before TOS, mm-hmm. then this is not... 10 years before TOS Shatner. This is 10 years before TOS Pine. Okay. Okay. It makes mm. more sense in my brain. I guess. I guess. I guess. Well, I, I don't, I'd like to see them address whether or not like are, somehow if we're in the Kelvin universe, we must be, well, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, Sarak was, was um, Michael's mentor mm-hmm. and ward. So we clearly got a Spock. But was Sarek played by the same actor as in the, as in the reboot? Oh, IMDb. This is IMDb. He's IMDb. Guy, he's, I like him. He's from True Blood, and he's got such a wonderful, distinct feature about him. And I just, I love IMDb, that he's... IMDb, this shit. Are we trying to go as fast both, as we can? We're trying to do it. Star uh, Trek Discovery. Uh, and what's his name? 
Not them, not Choo -choo. that guy. Can I say how happy I am to see uh, Doug Jones in a regular role? Yes, and he is killing it behind that mask. Oh, absolutely. Like, what he's doing Hard is thing not do. easy. No, and Jason Isaac, like, again, HP, let's get some Harry Potheads out here. Yeah, we're loving it. Um, there's a, actually a lot of familiar faces that I'm really happy to see come together. Uh, his name is James Freen. I see him. I don't see him. I don't see the uh, the rebooted series. That's too bad because I kind of would have that would have that would have that would have like, clinched it. That would have right? clinched it. But anyway, what are your feelings on the uh, on the rebooted Star Trek universe? How are you feeling about that? Like the uh, the the Calvin timeline as it's referred to. I. Don't necessarily dig the stories, but I really like the character work that the actors individually are bringing mm. to it. Like yeah, Pine, yeah, yeah. Pine as Kirk makes so much sense. You know, what's interesting about Pine as Kirk is when he throws in little Shatnerisms, oh, which I love. My God. Like he doesn't even need to do much. Just the occasional little Shatnerism just makes it for you. Yes. <laughs> but for me, the work being done uh, uh, by as Spock Oh, Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto <gasps> is so good. Because, because of the differences be, uh, uh, in, you know, the, the destruction of, of Vulcan in this, in this universe. Mm. Spoilers, if you haven't seen those movies, why not? Um, <laughs> the, the, like, his struggle to maintain logic over emotion is more visceral than, mm. than, than uh, Nimoy's was. Absolutely. But I think it's understandable given the the, the change. The timeline in, in change. In the timeline change. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, Simon Pegg kills it as Scotty. Oh, absolutely. Just absolutely. Saying. John Cho as Sulu. Again, killing it. Um, huge tears for Anton Yelchin. Oh, fuck. Before his turn. Oh, my God. Before I know. Because I he was also him owning it. So good as Chekhov. Owning it. So good as Chekhov in that. Uh, Zoe is phenomenal as uh, as Uhura. Uhura. I love her. I that. also like... And it's interesting, the, like the whole Spock-Uhura thing, which yeah. is new. And a lot of people were like, about it. Mm, I, it didn't bother me. It was interesting to be like, okay, so this is like a, a Spock who is not as inhibited as original not Spock. Not as robotic, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like he's able to have some kind of relationship. Or at least he's intrigued. And I mm -hmm. think that's where Spock enters into relationships is that he's intrigued by that person. Mm -hmm. And because the convention is in mm -hmm. most late, latent, like, like very layman's terms, mm -hmm. if you're interested in somebody, it must be a relationship mm -hmm. that you, yeah, you know, yeah. like you say, I'm interested in you sure. to start a relationship. Um, but that it's, that it's not necessarily a romantic nugget that it starts as mm -hmm. it's that he's fascinated by yeah. this woman. And enters into a relationship contract. Like, again, it's very logical. She's certainly a lot more. And, you know, Nichelle Nichols, amazing in her time. But she was never given as much yeah. as as Zoe is yeah. in, in this. But thanks to her setting oh, that present, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All of them. Because game changers. Absolutely. And and to have to have, you know, at the time it was revolutionary to have both a black woman mm -hmm. on the bridge and a Japanese 
character at the time in the 60s. Absolutely. This was this and you know eventually a Russian mm-hmm. um but not in the first season. Well, and that's why Roddenberry did that because yeah. he wanted to show that there would be this time of ultimate peace. Yes. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You rise above all of those differences. Yeah. It's it was beautiful. I actually watched The Captains. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um and that kind of sentiment of how Roddenberry was really fixated on the future being mm-hmm. about uh, the live long and prosper, like yeah. the being prosperous as, as humanity rather than any kind of specific culture or heritage or location. And that space is what unifies us. Yeah. It's interesting. And that's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It's interesting though. Cause I do see that that whole, we rose above that kind of stuff was one of the problems with the first couple of seasons of, of Star Trek. Like if you talk to, if you hear interviews with like Ronald D. Moore, who was there at the oh, end of that. You're not allowed like conflict. That, that's the problem. It has like, to be an out, excuse me, an outside source. You could not have conflict on within, the Enterprise. No, within the core, no. Or not even within the Federation. The Federation was perfect. You couldn't have that conflict. Oh. It was only after Roddenberry was no longer involved with the show that that stuff sort of started happening. Um, that you could have conflict. Yeah. Which is like... How can you have any kind of story if you have no conflict? Honestly, and 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 the fact that again, not to dis his his vision, mm. but the storytelling aspect of there will be no conflict. Like yeah. you you fight with your brothers and your sisters yeah, and absolutely. your parents. Like it's yeah. not something where it's like oh, it, it, it's bigger than than that. Like mm. everybody has conflict within even yeah. their friends and family, so it's not unheard of. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to be like war and genocide. No. Like it's just, it's something that creates tension. That's a better story. Well, that's the thing. And that's, that's kind of, and you know, the thing is that original series, there was still, there was conflict. This is the non-conflict thing is something that sort of like, uh, uh, Gene came to later on after Star Trek was, was canceled and he started doing university talks and people started calling him the great bird of the universe. Yes. And it was, he sort of got into this whole, like, his outlook changed. Um, and now when he returned to Star Trek, it was like, there can't be any conflict. So yeah. all that stuff sort of, sort of infected that. That's intense. Yeah. Can we also give a shout out to Carl Urban because, uh, Oh my God, Carl Urban. Oh my God. Like as his, Bones? his McCoy oh my God. is such a salute to D Kelly. Like, so Everything about his performance just just it's, just, it's like I can't amazing. even amazing. There's no fault. I can there, see no fault. None. I'm sorry if you guys don't like him because I can see no fault. None whatsoever. Like nuance. All pauses. the nuance. He studied D. Kelly's delivery, and it's like he's not imitating. He's building on it, but you can yeah. see how much of D he put in there, and it's so amazing. Oh my god, I could. Yeah, I yeah. wish we had more bones. I know that we got a little bit more in the last uh, movie, not that much, but not as much as no. I would like. No, we need more. Yeah, when's the next one coming out? Soon? I don't know. I don't Here even know if some? there is one. Oh, oh, I haven't heard of any of any. That's true. I guess there's already been three. There have been three. Oh, that's usually the lucky number in Hollywood. Oh my god, is that like we're done with this now? I guess because now we're on to the TV show. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I wonder. Uh, but back to the TV show. Yeah, back to the TV show. Uh, again, I can really see Discovery lending itself to the Calvin universe, especially yeah. tech-based. The technology is certainly more more Calvin-related. Right? And that's only because of their time. Yeah. Like, I was watching it. Okay, so, truth bomb, I watched it all with my dad. Mm. Yep. My dad and I love Star Trek, and we actually sat down and we watched 
all of them. Can I? How how did your dad enjoy this new? He was. Um, my dad does this thing when 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 he's not not agitated, but like I don't know, he's very present and stuff, and he like does like this weird like nose twitch thing where he's like. <laughs> And like, I can know, I know that something is not sitting well, not necessarily like mega positive or mega negative. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's something is often he's like processing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a weird tick. And he did that for like the first episode. And then by like the third episode, he was like, so this is really different, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. like not trying to give any bias or like lead him anywhere. Yeah. And he was like, I really like it. But it's so different. And then he, in his ultimate wisdom, mm-hmm. he's like, well, it is times of war. And we really haven't seen that from you know, a starship. That's, that's true. We'd suffered DS9. But not. Not in the same way. And not in the, again, because DS9 is a hub mm-hmm. rather than an adventuring. That's right. Yeah. Right? And and that the mandate for Discovery really does seem to be, well, its name is freaking Discovery. Mm-hmm. Right? And also, like, how they're pushing the limitations of winning the war and whatnot. Um, I, I, I was really pleasantly surprised that my dad who watched original series originally in his own lifetime and then spent TNG with me and he reluctantly watched everything else because he, he said that, um, he was Mm. a Roddenberry kid. Yeah. So that non-conflict was something that was very soothing. Mm. Mm -hmm. So then you get into, um, DS9. He even watched the new enterprise, um, he, he liked Voyager, but again, he said that there was something a little bit missing from those first two because mm-hmm. that non-conflict, right? Yeah, yeah. So then what's interesting is that we start watching Discovery and it's all conflict. Oh, fuck. They're like, <laughs> well, let's have all the conflict. Right like, from the And right on the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like right from the get-go. And so I didn't know that he was actually going to want to keep watching it, especially mm. when he was making his little nose ticks. Right. Did you think he was going to bail after a couple of episodes? Yeah. Or? or that he might be like, so I don't know, maybe we'll watch it, you know, maybe on our own. Because like, you know, you don't want to have open feels in front of a show that sure. you've invested a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. The fandom runs deep. I mean, he watches it with a phaser and he had his tube socks that mm-hmm. were, um, captain's, uh, socks with the little thing. And he gave me a shirt, a captain's shirt to watch it in. Like my dad is a Trekkie Trekker. He's both. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the thing for me is, I mean, the reason why, like I, I'm a kid who feels like I, you know, I love Star Wars and Star Trek. Me too. Um, I feel like like I enjoy Star Wars a little bit more, but Star Trek was like my first taste of sci-fi. Yeah. Because it was on on like Sunday afternoons on CBC. Yeah. And it was like the only thing on, so I watched it and there it was and suddenly I was like hooked. So it was... It's got a smidgen more. I don't say more because to me, I find Star Wars, I sought out in a way that I didn't Star Trek. Fair. Um, I was a little bit older. Uh, for Star Trek, but mm. or Star Wars, but Trek will always have a spot for me because, like, I was ex- exposed to it as like a five, six year old. Yeah. So it's like my first, my first sci-fi. Yeah, same here. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I I really I really do dig it. I really do dig um, the the. The, the strong female leads, that buzzworthy turn. Um, but I I really want to see more of that Roddenberry um, <clears throat> mosaic. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, again, if you go back and you watch, nine out of ten captains are dudes. Yep. Even the ones that are in Warren have like a bit day part of just being like, run, run, talk. The only yeah. one that was was Michelle. Michelle Yeoh. And the Admiral. And the, the Admiral. Only, the only women in command. And the Admiral was almost instantly sexualized because she was brought to bed by the captain. Oh, fuck. I forgot. Yes. So not cool. No. Like, come on. We can do better. But through the Klingons, I think it's very interesting that, again, I'm a terrible person and don't remember her Klingon name. Mm. Um, the girl that's going up against um, Korra. Yeah. Um, that she is... is uh, manipulating the men around her Mm -hmm. with her sex, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And being like, I will raise you up. I will stand behind you and blah, blah, blah. And it's just really, but the fact that she's the, the, the head interrogator, like the Mm. the head torturer, very interesting. Yeah. Um, And also sidebar. I know that we're not into the whole Klingon reboot, but can we pause for their costumes and how they're like this weird melding of, um, the Dracul Impaler um, body armor mm-hmm. that's in, that's also like a, a hybrid of like the samurai. Yeah. Like it's really cool armor. It's kind of cool. I'm still not. I'm you're not, not buying it. I'm not. I'm, I have so much difficulty buying into it when we've been through in the history of, of Star Trek at least two designs. Yeah, that's uh, that's for, true. of them, and then to, to go so drastically against it. So hopefully this this showrunner will show us something. Uh, uh, different makes sense that, that makes sense in 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 the world. Um, I think I'm and I'm trying to think because speaking of like a diverse cast, which is like one of Roddenberry's thing, mm-hmm. we have the Doctor who is a person of color, but we barely see him except as a as a support. We see him fawning over his husband, um, and Michael is a woman of color, but. Are there like I'm not seeing a whole lot main, of like main core main cast. core cast. Um, uh, is his name Troy? Again, I literally watched it yesterday for twelve hours, yes, yeah, and yeah. I just need to learn all their names. But the boy that she's interested in, yes. the man rather, mm-hmm. um, he look here we go. I'm just is it that he this. looks? A little, does he look a little Hispanic um, or Shazad? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's Scottish Pakistani. Okay, what a cool mix. That's interesting. That's yeah. awesome. Um. Uh, but that he too, he's playing the love mm. interest. Uh, but yeah, you know, I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm glad that that Michael is a is sort of like a kick ass character. Me too. But I want to see Roddenberry's colorful mosaic a little more. I mean, it's there. It's just that a lot of the people that we spend talking moments with are Anthony Rapp. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saru is in a mask, but he is, he's also Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Wiseman, as much as I love, uh, Mary Wiseman as Sylvia Tilly and Emily Coots as, uh, Kayla. Um, but that their, their redheads go, Sis Pumbaa, redhead mm-hmm. sisterhood. Yeah. Um, I love that they can have two redheads without imploding. This is like really rare. That's, that is not something you normally see on a TV show. No, it's usually like really, really scary stuff. Um, but it's a lot of, it's, yeah, I don't know. Mike, Michael has a lot of the, the dialogue for sure, yeah. but it falls on to, I don't know, I don't know, because like, and then we have Oyen who's playing Joanne, one of the, like the people on the, on the deck there. Um, yeah, but the people on the deck, they like, they don't really, they're, we, they're not, okay, they're not, they're not the, 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 the talkers. I'm trying to think, are they, are they, 
getting less than say Sulu was because for mm. a lot of a lot of the original series, um, you know, Uhura had patching you through, uh, hailing, hailing frequencies open. That was that you know, II Captain yeah. is is very much a, a Sulu thing, but. Are we getting less from them, or are we getting about the, about same? the same? You know, you're you're not wrong. It might be about the same. And again, it's the first eight episodes, so who's to say we're not going to see more of a story arc from those? People? I just really want, like, I I would love to see. Okay, so like, you want to see like not just the same like five people All getting into everything. You want to. Yeah. One of my favorite uh, uh, TNG episodes was Lower Decks, where you met like these ensigns yeah like these 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 kids who were like you know their quarters are like way down in the ship and they maybe do a shift on the bridge but they're like not like the main core cast and it was like oh getting to know there's other people on this ship other than the seven that we always see which is always kind of fun yeah 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 no it's true yeah i also really dig can we go back to the first few episodes Mm -hmm. um Oh no! I've, the the joke has just escaped me. But the wonderful aliens that they have created. Oh no! Oh no! The joke was right there. Now I'm losing it. Oh no! What's what's the? Oh no! Come on, pedal for me. Pedal for me. Pedal for you. Pedal for um, um, um. Oh, Ensign Daft Punk. Did you see oh, Ensign Daft Punk? Ensign Daft Punk. <laughs> That was cool. Yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That was really cool. And then the girl on um again, girl only because of yeah. features, but like the 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 girl alien robot thing. Can we address the robot thing? There's a lot of robots. Like or like whatever they or, are. Are they robots? Are they aliens? Are they cyborgs? What like can we like some can somebody tell me what they are? Because they're neat looking. Because they're neat looking, but it's like again, it's one of those. Here's a thing. Not going to explain it. Bye. Yeah, like like Ensign Daft Punk went down hard. Yeah. On the the Shuzen. Shinzen. Shinzen. I want to say Shozu, but that's I ramen. know that's that's ramen. That's ramen. Delicious, delicious ramen. Um. So, but Daft Punk was in the background and like had this cool helmet and yeah. everything. It was just really cool. And Absolutely, yeah. But then like. Nothing ever happened. Yeah. I'm just curious about why we have these mechanical people and are they a life form that we haven't met? Are they aliens? Are they yeah. artificial? Well, again, it's know. part of that mosaic, right? And mm-hmm. then if Runbury had that, that budget back then, I'm sure he would have made more cool Ensign Daft Punks in I'm his sure that I'm sure that he would. But I want I want more of that. Yeah. And, and thank goodness, I know that it's difficult, but for Saru to be core and to be in that makeup... Right? Oh my god! Like and to be able to like emote in that He's makeup, so good. you know, when you were when you had Klingons in in TNG, yes, they couldn't move their foreheads, but they had like the rest of their face that they mm-hmm. could move. And he's got... He's even got eyes. I know. He's got, like, his eyes are covered and his... Uh, and not just contacts, but, like, the whole yeah, eyeball. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, and yet he's able to be a character that you like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And same with the Klingons, too. As much as we're mm. harping about them, they have full face prosthetics. Like, even their yes. lips have been um, made bigger. I know. Right? So, like, they, they... And they have to talk around those teeth. Yeah. They made the teeth a thing, too. Like, they went way over with the teeth. There's a, like there's a lot. The Klingons have often had teeth. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, they the, have, the, like, the big, the big funky, teeth. Like, a lot of Klingons that teeth. weren't Worf on TNG had, like, teeth prosthetics. Wow. But, like, still. Like, this Ferengi is like, also and Ferengi had, also had those, that. yeah. But, like, these teeth are 
I'm glad they have subtitles because I was expected to speak Klingon in this. I don't think I could understand. There's so the much Klingon. Also, yeah. kudos to the cast for like rocking out that Klingon like nobody's business. Oh, sure. Same with like GOT, like Game yeah. of Thrones and stuff. Whenever you have to make like it's a fictional language. Yeah. The but there are still going to be it. rules about the language. And follow, yeah. especially with Klingon. Like, there are books about dictionaries. Oh, and shit. Klingon like, if they Hamlet. did not get the Klingon, you know that the fandom would, would, would like, uh, they'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Get your bat lift. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, we're pretty much out of time talking about Star Trek. But, I Geektropolis, mean, I want to know, and we want to know, like, what do you think about Discovery? Do you, do you like it? Do you, do you hate it? Is it problematic? Are you holding your breath for the second part? Yes. Are you Are you like waiting for the second part? Uh, you can find us, uh, uh, Geektropolis, on Twitter. Which, and the handle is? Uh, just look up some Geektropolis. Geektropolis. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like geektropolis.ca. Okay. You'll find it on the Twitter. You know us. We're on the Twitters. We're on the Facebooks. We're on the Instagrams and the YouTubes. And you found us here on the podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>